Hey, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. This is Justin Severson. Thanks for uh, streaming or downloading or whoever you got to where you are hearing my voice right now. Uh, before we get into this week's episode, I just I feel like I should acknowledge the uh, passing of a local comedian. And uh, I never met her, but Kate Urquhart uh, passed away at the age of 44. She died of complications from cervical cancer. And uh, last night they had a big fundraiser for her at a, another comedy club in town here. Uh, Maria Bamford came into town uh, to help raise money for uh, to pay for her medical bills, along with tons of local comedians, some uh, some friends of mine, in fact, a former guest on the uh, on this podcast. Uh, like Pat Sussmill, she was in that. A uh, friend of mine, Jen Shawl. So um, I just want to. I never met Kate. Uh, we have some mutual friends. I, people speak very highly of her, and uh, really sad deal there. Wish I would have had a chance to meet her. And I, doing this podcast, I probably would have at some point. So uh, to everyone that uh, knew her, uh, my condolences. And uh, uh, enough of the sad business, <laughs> but I felt we had to do that. But this is episode 34 of No Laugh Track. This is Justin Severson. My guest is Ryan Hamilton. Hi. What's up, man? Not too much, you know. <laughs> Welcome back to Minnesota. Thanks. It's good to be here. I love coming here. Yeah. Yeah. You did one show last night? Yeah, I actually got here a couple of days early. So I've been in town since Sunday. I was in Des Moines, so I came straight here rather than fly back and forth between New York. So I did the open mic on Monday. Oh, I saw fun. that on Twitter. Yeah. Talk about that. Oh, it was great. This is, uh, if people don't know, this is... I mean, it's got to be the best open mic in the country, in yeah. my opinion. I travel all over, and uh, it's just fantastic. It's, it was you couldn't find a place to sit. It's like you know, fifty comics show up. Yeah, and uh, they managed to squeeze you in. Yeah, I got to, I got <laughs> to get on. I I felt guilty. I sometimes I feel guilty on this show if I don't have a, enough to work on. So I was working on a lot of stuff, and um, yeah, it was it's great. It's yeah. fantastic. It's fun to come in. Sometimes I'll come in a day early intentionally to just to do the open mic. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I was told you were mocking some of the uh, the comedians up here because they weren't very good. So oh yeah, I do that a lot. <laughs> I mostly I just like to mock my peers who are uh, you know bearing their bearing themselves and putting themselves out there and um, you know taking some risks. Yeah. I really like to beat that down. Uh, Get a real job. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the other thing about this open mic. As you, you come in as the headliner, and you feel a little bit intimidated because the comics are so great. Yeah, no, know? it is. Yeah, and so uh, and as a headliner, you may not be the only headliner here. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. It might be some local folks. Yeah, in here. a lot of a lot of local headliners, and you know, so uh, everybody's trying out their new stuff. It's fun to watch. Yeah, know? well, that's really cool. Yeah, and then how was last night? Last night was great. Really fun audience. Just. Uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm from Idaho, and I, I, I find that for whatever reason, I travel all over the country, and I find that I connect with the audiences here a little better, or I feel like when I'm on stage, they understand me better. Maybe it's just that the, they're great comedy audiences, and maybe everybody feels that way here, but it was really fun. I immediately got on stage and go, oh, yeah, it's fun to be back yeah. here. Yeah. How many times have you... Now, I remember you came in studio with us at the uh, radio station a few years ago. How many yeah. times have you been to Acme? Uh, I've been coming here for years. Yeah. As a headliner, I think this is my third stop as a headliner. Uh, but I've been coming here for years. Uh, I would middle. Yeah, who did uh, you, do you remember who you worked with here? Yeah, the first time I came here, uh, Kermit Apio oh, yeah. brought me out. Oh, okay. And Kermit's been working here a long time. Uh -huh. And he's a good friend of mine. And at the time, I lived in Seattle. And he lives and, in Seattle, correct? Yes. Yeah. And uh, 
he he brought me out and uh that's kind of how I got introduced to the club and to Lewis and then you know I would stop through when I was in the area and um I worked a couple of other weeks Lewis helped me out with a couple of other middle weeks and yeah. um they've always been really great to me here it's just one of my favorite places one of my favorite stops very cool now uh did you bring your long underwear I actually did. I packed long underwear because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I became prepared. I uh, I brought them because when I'm walking around during the day, and it's five below, you want long underwear. So uh, yeah, I literally brought long underwear. That's a funny question that you asked. This is probably the only week on the road that you could have ever asked that question and get an affirmative answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I actually did. Uh huh. Yeah. The weather here is hilarious. It's like so extreme that it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, we've been laughing a lot recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's, my girlfriend's car troubles because the battery died in the uh, in the cold is hilarious. Yeah, really. It just funny. makes us tougher. Yeah, yeah. Right. Makes you tough. I love it here. I mean, it was five below Monday night. The yeah. open mic. The open mic. Yeah. It was like you wouldn't know it outside. That's what I love about this area is like nobody cares, you know. It's just like you go on living life. That's how it was where I grew up in Idaho. It's like if you let the weather stop you from doing things and you just don't do things. So you yeah. just – you learn to deal with it. Yeah. I, the, my, I, you can, I can handle the, uh, you know, the cold. You just put on some more clothes. But uh, I'm missing the snow right now. There's really not much snow There's here. not a lot of snow on the ground. Yeah. yeah. It feels weird to be in the middle of the, the – kind of the dregs of winter and not have snow on the there's, ground it's january yeah. there's right. supposed to be snow in january yeah, yeah yeah right no now there's just uh chunks of ice everywhere yeah. like we're living on a glacier yeah but. i don't know what's happening it seems like that everywhere for some reason this year i don't know no global good. warming i don't know what it is uh let's talk about global warming for an hour no I'm kidding <laughs> yeah i know i don't know why i brought that up no I, that's, i'm kidding uh so what do you normally do when you're uh you said you walk around in towns you know where you're what do you normally do with your time off you, do, you only work at night i mean you yeah. got i know you know podcasts and stuff yeah, like that what else you do and um i'm really trying to focus and get more disciplined about using my time on the road i, I used to be very disciplined i go through cycles where i'll write a lot lately i've just been doing a lot of just other kind of work. I have a new website that is coming out this week, I hope, and I've been putting some work into that. And uh, I got a new URL, and I rewrote a lot of stuff on my website and been working with the designer. Anyway, it's just, you know, I should be working on the act, and I try to a little bit every day. And I've just started recently just doing some free writing. I write in a journal every day. I've been doing that just for my own self, but it does help with my work, too. I read a lot. Uh, You're a reader. I sound okay. uh, very isolated, and uh, <laughs> I sound lazy. But, uh, How about sleep? Are you? Do you yeah, because I, I have the problem where if I have any free time. Oh really? I don't sleep well on the road. I just oh. there's the schedule's so crazy. You know, you fly early like two days in the week, and then you have press at least one day in the week that's mm-hmm. early. Yeah, and um, you're up late, so my sleep gets all messed up. I never sleep. As much as you would think on the road, as I should. <laughs> what uh, I'm curious about this journal. If I if I found this journal, you, let's say you left it on a bus and I picked it up, would uh-huh. I or this, would I read things where I'm like, oh my god, this you know, would I be would I be shocked or would I be bored out of my mind? No, I don't think you'd be shocked. No, I don't think my life's pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'd be shocked. Uh, you might go, that's interesting. I didn't know. He'd, oh, that's sad. You might. <laughs> You might go, that's sad, I'd probably. That'd probably be the main reaction. That's sad. Oh, he must have written this for his therapist. 
<laughs> I try to be an optimistic person about it. It's just nice to have a record. You know, I go all these places, and I find that uh, I go through spurts of keeping a, a journal and all these you know, when you're trying to create things and create storylines and material and whatever, you meet all these characters, you meet, and you have all these different experiences. And I find that at the times when I am keeping a journal in my life, it becomes this, like, invaluable resource mm-hmm. creatively. Yeah. Like, not at the time, it doesn't seem like it. But then you, something strikes you and you go, oh, that guy, he's an interesting character. I remember I had this weird conversation. And then you can go back to your journal and go, there it is, right there. And then all the details just yeah. flood back. So, uh, partly I'm doing it for that, and partly it's cathartic, you mm-hmm. know, it's just, it feels good. It, yeah. it does. It feels good to... Like I do it at the end of the day mostly because I find that at night I'm wired. You know, I get it, I, there's always this weird limbo time when you're a comedian. You finish a show and everybody disperses and you're home alone, wired from your show. Yeah. And um, I find this is a good way to get through that time before I go to bed. So I'm gonna steal that from you because yeah. we were talking before we uh, started the show here today about how you know like last night I couldn't make it to the uh, the memorial uh, you know this fundraising show for Kate and I would have loved to go over and, and uh, you know and uh, be part of that thing. I had to work one of my other jobs and yeah. uh, but the, the the whole thing about like being wired that's. Yeah, same thing for me, and it's it. about the same timeline. Let's say, like you know, you're doing a show here at mm-hmm. eight. You're done around ten. While I'm working yeah. a wild game, like last night, I get done yeah. around ten. Yeah, and then you got the drive home, and then it's I'm still like kind of hyper, yeah. and I need to get to bed. Yeah, you have to sleep because you got to get up. Yeah, but I got to get up early. But no, I don't. I end up yeah. staying up for two hours. It's brutal. It's yeah. not healthy. I mean, sometimes I. One of the hard parts about being a comedian is that schedule. I just I sometimes I didn't think I'd ever say this, but I sometimes yearn for. A go to bed early, get up early schedule because mm-hmm. I think it's just a healthier way to live. Yeah, yeah. It really is. Like when I go, like when I'm on vacation for a week, I just kind of slip into that. And oh, it's yeah. like, what's going on? Oh, I'm I'm doing things like you're supposed to be doing things. Yeah. I'm in this natural cycle of how your body actually works. Uh-huh. But you just have to fight that as a comedian, <laughs> like so many things. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like traveling? I do enjoy traveling. I mean, uh, I don't mind the travel. It kind of disconnects you from your life. I find that's the hard part. Like, you got this life at home that I... I have all these other goals and things that I want to accomplish in my life. And the travel, uh, you know, puts up some barriers to that. It's nothing you can't work around. But yeah. sometimes it gets frustrating. But I do... Uh, there's I, I still find that the romantic notion of being on the road is still there for me sometimes. I think... That's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love it. You know, I'm... I love uh, seeing new places, meeting new people, and, um, uh, you know, sometimes it gets to be too much, but I, uh, it's... Yeah, it's I do great. think it would be an interesting life to, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know if it's something I'd want to sign up for for a long time, but, yeah, I, you know, it, it's not going to happen to me now. I'm, you know, I'm settled here. I have kids. Right. I got a job, but, you know, yeah, that is something I look back like I, I would have loved to, uh, you know... I wanted to be a professional baseball player, you know? Yeah. So that's what I wanted. Right. <clears throat> that's the same kind of lifestyle. That's yeah, that's of, what I'm saying. Yeah. So. yeah. Those guys have it rough, especially early in the, their careers. They have it rough. You know, it's it's hard. But, uh, yeah, there's something about it, you know. There's, if I'm home for a few weeks, I get a little antsy. You know? And home is New York? New now? York, is that yeah. Right? And, you know, if I'm just, if I don't go on the road for a few weeks, I start to think, oh, I'm supposed to, I'm kind of, my, 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 body's trained now to go oh, it's time to leave you know oh wait a minute did i who fed the dog while yeah. i'm gone <laughs> right <laughs> i'm curious how kind of place do you live in and uh well i live in a 
I live in an interesting place. It's uh, it's in a really nice, rich neighborhood, but my building does not belong there. Oh, like, uh, you I found that live, one, huh? Way I to go. Live, yeah. <laughs> my buddy had this place, and I just rent a room from him. Oh, okay. We're on Park Avenue. Wow. Um, I've and, heard of that. <laughs> yeah, on the Upper East Side. It's kind of ridiculous. I don't really love the neighborhood that much. It's very nice. If you have a family, it would be a great place to be and a lot of money, but it's... Uh, for me, there's not a lot of reason to be there. Yeah, but it's an interesting place because you know we do live in that neighborhood, and our building obviously does not. I always talk. I've, I've been talking about this on stage lately. How I, when I come home, there's always a, a doorman because they pull up in front of the buildings either side of my building that have a real doorman, like you would see. Like you're, if you think of a doorman, it's that person sure. dressed with the hat and opens your door. Wow. And I always feel bad, like. They get my cab door, and I always have to go, I live in that place. I'm really sorry. <laughs> and they're, you know, they give me this look like, people live in that no. place? No. Yeah. So. We assumed if you're walking over there, you owned it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> you're exactly. just going to collect uh, checks <laughs> yeah, from everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, they're all right next to each other. But for whatever reason, that building... You know, I don't. There's no doorman. There's an abandoned refrigerator in the. Well, (laughs) you know, there was for a while. No one's watching the door in the refrigerator. (laughs) Yeah, and that's where I live. And it's I've I've bounced all over New York, all over Manhattan. I lived in Queens for a minute, but I've been in this place for a year and a half now. I've been in New York for five years, and yeah, it's great. It's a three bedroom apartment split between three different guys, and um, you could be doing a lot worse. Yeah, no, it's great. I'm very lucky to have it. It's a good deal, and uh, I'm just happy. You know, it's it's, uh, it's a really cool thing to just be able to live in Manhattan anywhere. You know, I'm, I I still relish it. I get excited when I fly home and yeah. I land. I go, oh, I'm in New York. Yeah. I still get excited. Oh, about I would it. too. Yeah. Totally, I would too. Yeah, it's. Uh, How long do you think you're going to stay there? What would make you move? Um, probably a job. It's like some, you know, if I ever got, I don't know, whatever, you know, TV show or some sort of. Some sort of work related, uh, career related thing. If it took me someplace, I'd leave. Other than that, I don't see myself leaving in the near future. The West still feels like home to me. You know, I'm from Idaho originally, mm-hmm. so uh, that still feels like home. But I'm enjoying New York, and I don't know. I have no uh, intention of leaving anytime soon. But this business, you never know. Things happen, and then you you have to be someplace. So. Yeah. Um, first place I saw you, which probably for a lot of people, was on my TV when you were... I, am I remembering this correctly? I know I, I saw you on Last Comic Standing, but did they use you in a lot of like the commercials, like the uh, yeah. promos for that the, show? I did Last Comic Standing twice, and the first time I did it, I did the, the, the last season, and then I did it three or four seasons before that. Okay. And uh, I think three. A- anyway, uh, yes... They used this one clip where I say I look like the illegitimate son of Jerry and Elaine. That's right. Relentlessly. Yes. People still recognize me from the one clip that was played. It was, happened to be like they used that clip to promote the show before the show started. And it was like uh, at the end of a lot of season premieres. So all the <laughs> – like sure. everybody who was watching all these big season premieres yeah. saw that little clip. Yeah. And uh, – yeah, I was on a couple of episodes both seasons. I never made it to the final ten, but right up before the final ten both times. But yeah, that clip, uh, I guess that was... I had a thing on Comedy Central that aired around that same time. I can't remember which aired first, but oh, okay. they were both right around there. Yeah. yeah, so that was the first national thing. 
Do you still have to do the Seinfeld thing? Do people expect to hear that? Uh, every once in a while, someone will yell it out, but I think they just think it now. I don't know if they. Every once in a while, someone will go, "Oh, you're that guy," but. For whatever reason, I don't know what it is. I mean, I get asked this a lot. Did you pattern yourself after Seinfeld? I go, I love Seinfeld. I think he's amazing. But it was just, we happen to have a similar kind of, I don't know what it is. I mean, I didn't even notice it until. That's what I was going to ask you. Did someone point that out to you? Yeah. yeah. Somebody pointed it out to me. And uh, I thought, oh, that's interesting. I don't know. And they said, no, really. And then I, I would get it so often. One night I brought it up on stage and people laughed at it and I. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just the way. I don't, I don't know what's the deal with that. <laughs> I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah. I'm doing it right now. I can't tell. But but my uh, friends George and Elaine, they get it. <laughs> they get it. But uh, I followed him in New York uh, a couple of months ago for the first time ever, and so that was strange for me because I get I get that people. I remind. You followed him on stage? On stage. At the Comedy Cellar? At the Comedy Cellar. Really? Yeah. 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 And When uh, Jerry Seinfeld, because I've been to the Comedy Cellar. I went okay. one night, the last time I was in New York, six years ago, probably. Uh, and I, I had a blast. You know, oh, and I, I, lo- I love that format there. Yeah. Uh, you know, with other, it's just boom, 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 like yeah. big name, big name, big name, big name, all yeah. one night. You know, and, you, and I understand that you guys, look, you go there, kind of, kind of work on your stuff, right? Right. right. Yeah, that's the place. Uh, yeah, especially a guy like you know Seinfeld is coming in. He's working on stuff probably. Now, when Seinfeld, well, with a guy, an A-list celebrity like Jerry Seinfeld is mm-hmm. going to do a set at the Comedy Cellar, do they promote that, or is that no. a secret? No, it's a secret, and uh, I, you know, a lot of times the club doesn't even know. I think. You know, it depends on the guys. I think some people call ahead. I think some of them, they just need to stop by and they'll just stop by unannounced. But that's what makes that club so great is uh, that kind of energy. People come there and they Aren't sh- Do I remember? Our shows are going all night, aren't they? Yeah, they have. I mean, it used to be that you could, they would stay, you know, they may not turn over the audience. Now, they, they turn over the audience almost every show. Oh, okay. So, um but uh, yeah, they'll, I, they'll have four shows on Friday and Saturday. You know, it's a real small room. I always think I'm so cool when I watch a Louis C.K. show and they show it at the beginning. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh no, I was there. I was yeah, there. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very. I mean, I love uh, the opportunity to work there. And there's a lot of great clubs in New York. You know, and just bouncing around, it's it's uh, it's fun. Yeah, I love that. I. I was reading some stuff about you, and I saw that you performed in uh, Las Vegas for uh, one of the comedy festivals that they had there. Yes, I've done a couple of festivals in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder if I was there if I was there the same year, and just, oh. this all sort of ties together because I saw Seinfeld perform at oh, the comedy I, I festival. I wonder if it was the was same there. year. I, I saw him at one festival I went to. It was the first year HBO did a big festival in Las Vegas, and I did that. Yeah, fest. I was like. They had uh, like a new comedians kind of showcase thing, and I did that. And it, I remember they had huge names. Seinfeld was there, and this was right after Chappelle had gone to Africa or whatever. Do you remember that? Dave oh yeah. Chappelle. Oh sure, yeah. And he just kind of disappeared for a while. Yeah. This was the at that festival. I I believe, if I remember right, that was the first show he did after that whole thing so oh, he okay. came back and this was like his first big public appearance oh yeah people are like what's and, going on yeah yeah and the show i was booked on 
was at the same time across the street. Oh, <laughs> just, none of the industry came <laughs> oh, to no. it. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. Uh, a few people came, and I've always remembered the industry that came to that show because I was like, those are the people who were there for the right. You know, they were looking, and I made some good connections. Just, but most. Uh, yeah, you know, no, that's and, good. <laughs> yeah, but I think that was like 2005. I think maybe. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I did that festival. Yeah, I saw Seinfeld and Dennis Miller in the same day. Okay. That could be. I don't remember. I don't know if I saw Dennis Miller. There was so much going on. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It I was remember like he accepted some award. Seinfeld accepted an award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had a panel with Anderson Cooper was hosting it, I remember. And it was uh, Gary Shandling and Chris Rock and Robert Klein. And Seinfeld on a panel. Now I'm going to have to look because I am a pack rat and I keep everything. Oh, I yeah. bet I have a, the uh, little program thing they were handing oh, out. Yeah, I bet yeah. your picture's in there. I'm going to go. Oh, maybe so. Yeah, could yeah. be. Um, the yeah. up and comers that I think they put him in the back. Yeah. You know? I was so terrified at that thing, I remember. That was like my first big being around a lot of people that I had watched doing stand up for so many years. Yeah. You know, and they were just all. I remember being at this like mixer party that Steve Martin was at, and I just I couldn't. I was like, "This is the craziest thing that's ever happened to me," but it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Did do? Uh, does that happen anymore? Did you get starstruck? I do every once in a while. Yeah, sure. I happened to meet Matt Damon a couple weeks ago, and that just that was one where I was like, "I'm just such a huge fan of his stuff." Yeah, he's you know? cool. Yeah, he's cool, and he's so nice. Like I always think. That's the guy you'd want to be friends with in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so it was. Uh, I was a little like uh, I didn't know what to say at yeah. the moment. But uh, yeah, and some of the comics, you know, that I have always watched, I get. I just immediately I have all these questions. I'm like, I want to ask you this and this and this, but I know I can't ask you this. And this, and this. <laughs> but uh, why not? Why don't you want to ask? Why? Because uh, it's just, just to see. I mean, you just don't do that. Is it I could ask these things, you know, but it's like, it just doesn't seem, you know. A lot of the times, if you get to meet, if I get, if I get to meet someone like that, it's in a scenario where it's kind of like I'm just on the outskirts. I don't really belong here anyway. No. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Sure, you know what fair I mean? enough. Fair yeah. enough. So I don't put myself out there a lot but that way but yeah it's interesting yeah yeah now uh <clears throat> i was watching your uh conan set earlier today that's a year ago about a year ago yeah, yeah. very yeah. funny stuff thanks i this is the question i always ask of people that were on a late night talk show who else was on that episode oh gosh i can't remember the guy's name i should remember his name he's so funny i mean bradley cooper was one guest and then I'm thinking of, uh, he was in, um, what was the big uh, comedy that Kristen Wiig was in a couple of years ago? He was Brides- in that. Bridesmaids? Bridesmaids. He was John in- Hamm? No. Uh, the other guy, he's, uh, I think he's Australian, I believe. Or English. He might be English. I should know this guy better. But anyway, he was a guest. He was very funny. And Bradley Cooper was a guest. And uh, Bradley Cooper was so cool. He's a big comedy fan. and he Really? He hung out and talked to me after the show. I mean, I don't know. To me, that was like really cool. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, he was very cool. Yeah, it was it was kind of surreal to just have you know dressing rooms next door. My parents were with me. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah so it was fun because did they know, get to meet Conan? Uh, no, we didn't actually. They did not because uh, 
It was a it was a unique situation where Conan had uh, I think he had upfronts in New York the next day or something, so he was doing two episodes in one day. So he was on a rush schedule. Oh, I know he yeah. usually meets guests before, but they were on a rush schedule, which it was you know it was fine of course. But um, so he didn't. My parents, I don't believe they got to meet him, but you know they were they loved every second of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very. So cool. as did I. How'd you get out of Idaho? Um, did you get? Were you telling jokes in Idaho? Left. <laughs> well, I, uh, I got in a car. Uh, I had to fill it up before I went too far. Otherwise, yeah. I would have been stuck. No, were you doing? Were you? Did you get on a stage? And I did. I, I did comedy about three times when I was eighteen, and then I didn't touch it again for about six years. And I just had put these shows together with some friends just while I was in college. Just we were just interested in comedy, and uh, I was also in like a sketch troupe. And we did oh, like yes. in college, okay. And we did maybe I don't know seven or eight public shows, and uh, so I had kind of a year of some comedy stuff going on, and then I didn't touch it again until I was like I just was in school and busy and working, and I I was never thinking about it as a career. I don't know why, but I just wasn't in my head like this is my career, even though I loved it, you know. Yeah, I was looking at uh, the bio on your website, and you went. Brigham Young University, mm-hmm. correct? Yep, yep. BYU. BYU, yes, I went there. Uh, journalism? Yeah, I studied uh, journalism, and uh, I switched over to public relations uh, halfway through. I graduated in PR. What kind of job were you looking for? Well, Or would funny. you have been looking for? I love journalism, and I loved writing. And um, even in high school, I was doing journalism stuff. I worked for the TV station locally growing up in high school and stuff. But... Uh, something in my head got well i'd worked around it enough i saw how difficult it was you know especially starting out Mm -hmm. i was like i wanted to be a tv news anchor or whatever and i'd been in these small markets i knew how tough it was and uh i was also fascinated by pr and just how uh people's behaviors changed based on information and things Mm -hmm. like it was Mm -hmm. like the psychology of it was really interesting i took a few classes so i loved studying it so i thought i think this is going to be more stable so I switched over to PR, okay. it, which is ironic because now I'm in like the least stable career that you could ever. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But that's what happens with people. We <laughs> never end up where we think we're going to, no. you know? No. So, um, yeah, I graduated in PR. And then I worked in an ad agency for a year and uh, I got laid off. We lost a bunch of clients and uh, I was looking for another job. And that's when I started really doing a lot. I was doing comedy a little bit okay but then i started to do more and more and then about three months into looking for a job i kind of like took some paid gigs and i thought what if i just jumped into this for a year see what happens yeah nothing to lose at the time yeah so i just did that young why not yeah why not i wasn't you know i uh i've never been married i wasn't married and i didn't uh you know i had some student loans and things that i was a little concerned about but it was like I could make a little bit of money to pay my rent and kind of scrape by. I moved to Seattle at that time so I could get on stage every night. So, And I had some connections with one-nighter bookers, and I would do these one-nighter runs all over the Northwest. Okay. Work in little bars, opening for people, make 100 bucks a night, get in your car, drive another six hours. Yeah. Hopefully you get two or three of those in the week. And if Were you really sleeping in your car? I have slept in my car many times on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's like you do these runs and they go, okay, you got Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. Okay. uh, What do I do? You know, if I spend all the money in a hotel, I'm not making any money. I need the money. Yeah. 
So it's like I might spring for a hotel or share a hotel with the other guy one night or whatever, or you're en route somewhere and you're just like, if I could just drive all night, I'll sleep for a few hours, then I'll get to the hotel the next day. All these crazy scenarios. Yeah. I didn't try to make a habit of it, but yeah, I slept in my car a few times and yeah. uh, more than I should have probably. It was crazy when I look at those things I did, but at that time, that's what I... That's that's what was available to me, and that's how you became a comedian. Yeah. You know, things have, I sound like an old man now. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> no, no kidding. It wasn't that long ago. We're in our thirties, man. Yeah, Come on. yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> we're not old yet. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like ten years ago. It was basically you know before you could uh, become a viral star. Right, right, right. You know, it was like things were a little different. Mm-hmm. Industry was still looking at people. A lot of times you had to see them live. You were considering whether you should sign up for MySpace or not. Yes, exactly. That's exactly (laughs) what was going on. Yeah, pretty much. And um, it was around that time. So yeah, it's interesting. And I was, but you know, all those gigs still exist, and they really—if you cut your teeth in those gigs, you learn a lot. You know, it made me really like I. I don't fear many situations in terms of performing anymore because oh, that's I, good. I've went through so much of that stuff. And uh, what's the smallest crowd you've ever performed in front of? Oh, I don't know. I've, I think I've done shows for three or five people. You know, just these little things where you like, well, there's a show. You want to get paid? These people are here. We'll do a show. <laughs> One uh, of them's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them were awful. I don't know. Maybe I work pretty clean, you know, and so just a lot of those gigs, I would think, if it works here, I know it's going to work because a lot of times they'd want it really dirty or. Oh really yeah, dirty. yeah. And not that you can't be great and you know whatever blue. Sure. But I remember I did this one gig and uh, I showed up and the guy goes, I think I was actually headlining this. This was a few years in, and he's like, uh, somewhere in Washington. I think it was in Enumclaw, Washington. Oh, world famous. The world famous Enum. And uh, he said, I hear you're clean. And I go, yeah, clean. And he goes, well, can you be dirty? I go, I don't really have any dirty stuff. And he goes, well, I don't know if that's going to work here. Uh-oh. How about if I give you, uh, I can't remember, I think he gave me three-fourths of the money and just send you home. No way! <laughs> yeah, no! Because, because I was clean. He was like, it's not going to work. No, I'd rather just pay you to leave. Yeah, yeah. No way! Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> That's how rough some of those gigs were. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> the first one I ever did, I've told this story several times, but this was the first week on the road ever. I just was I was still looking for a job and I thought I got offered this thing. I just had a few connections. I was like hosting locally and uh someone needed an opener desperately. They were like, Ryan's available, will you do it? Mm-hmm. I'd like fifteen minutes maybe. I had to do like I was supposed to do half an hour. And they just said, we'll cover it. Don't worry. Just go do it. Yeah. We show up uh, a couple of nights into this run. It was in Miles City, Montana, which is right on the border of the Dakotas. I don't North or South Dakota. And uh, drove through a blizzard all day to get there, do the show. I don't do well. And the, this, the woman who's paying us, she's at this bar. She manages this bar. Before the show, she brings us back and she says, I have your name tattooed on my ass. And uh, before you get paid, I'll show you that I have my name tattooed, your name tattooed on my ass. Right. And I'm terrified. I'm yeah. like, what am I getting into? I yeah. don't know why I'm here. Uh-oh. I'm a very innocent guy. I don't like this. It feels weird. Yeah. I do. I don't even remember how the show went. I don't remember if it went well or not. But 
she brings us in the office and I'm like I just don't just give me the check you know the other headliner's like this is hilarious he's loving it <laughs> she pulls up her skirt and she shows us on her ass she has the words your name just oh god that's the joke <laughs> no she, I think she would just do that every week. everyone yeah probably everyone she meets yeah anywhere yeah and she was a very nice lady you know but I just was like what am, what's happening to me and I took the money <laughs> oh god. and I was like okay I'm gonna go back to my super 8 and sit there in the blizzard if I can make it and I'm walking out of the bar and this woman's like can I buy you a drink and I said no that's very nice I, I don't drink but thank you Think you're gonna head back to the hotel. She starts it like escalates. She's like, "No, I want to buy you a drink." Oh. I go, "No, I, I'm fine." Because I I just wanted to get out of there. And eventually, she just goes, "I'd like to buy you a drink." I go, "No," and she grabs me around the back of the head and headbutted me. What this the? is right after the thing happened. She headbutts me, and uh, I'm like, I start laughing because it's so surreal. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah, I'm grabbing my head, and everyone at the bar is pointing and laughing at me. And I'm walking out of the bar as they're laughing at me. And she yells, come back. We have an Indian leg wrestled yet. <laughs> no. And I went home. And that was my first week oh, on the no. road. And then I did that for years. Oh, I did those no. Like no, a couple no. of years, I was kind of like that was my main source of income. Oh, my God. Did uh, – I'm curious. Was uh, – was your name spelled correctly? <laughs> it wasn't like Y O U apostrophe. I remember all. I'm. Yeah, I think I would have noticed if it wasn't. So it you are been. name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. Oh no. I remember it was in like this, like a scripted font, like you would see like on a wedding announcement or something like oh, that. Oh sure. Like yeah. Very fancy. fancy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Calligraphy, maybe. Yeah. It blew my mind. What if it did say you y o u apostrophe r e? You're like it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> She's like you don't get it. Oh no, okay. you don't get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Hey, I have a uh, <clears throat> I have a uh, a pop quiz for you. All right, all right. Uh oh, no cheating. You can't see anything here. All right, there are no real. Well, there are correct answers, but. Uh, we're going to put uh, some time on the unofficial clock here. Okay. Let's see. My new Christmas present watch. I was okay. going to say, that's a ni- nice watch. Thank you. Girlfriend bought that for me. I yeah, like Christmas it. present. Thank you very much. Um, so let's say uh, 30 seconds. Okay. We're going to start in just a second. I want you to name, I want to see how many famous Hamiltons you can name. Oh, gosh. In 30 seconds. Go. Alexander Scott that's it. <laughs> Come on. Uh, how many? Hamilton the pig? Okay. Uh, tick. Tick. 30 seconds? Tick. Hamilton. Uh, I'll give you some clues. Yeah. Uh, tannest man alive. Oh, George Hamilton. There you go. Uh, the Wicked Witch of the West and the Wizard of Oz. Oh. Margaret Hamilton. Margaret Hamilton, really? Yes. Uh, there's a, are you a sports fan? Uh, a little. A little. A little bit of a sports fan. Yeah. There's a big basketball player, Richard Hamilton. Okay. They I call him Rip. Him. Oh, I don't know him. Uh, MVP a few years ago in Major League Baseball, Josh Hamilton. Okay. Again. Born again Christian. He, he is. Uh, he was once uh, out of baseball because he was a uh, cokehead. Oh, really? And an alcoholic, I believe. Wow. And now he's uh, he back in baseball and hitting the crap out of the ball. Wow. How about Bethany Hamilton? Is that oh, is she the surfer girl? Yes. Ah. Yeah, very good. 
Uh, this one's sort of in the news right now. Uh, Tyler Hamilton. Do you know who that is? I can't remember who that is. He's a bicyclist that was uh, uh, dope. That uh, was also uh, caught doping. That's just right. Like he our was one of Lance Armstrong's teammates. Teammates, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, I'll wrap this up with my two favorites, and I would have just loved if you would have nailed these. Stacy Hamilton and Brad Hamilton. I don't know either of them. Their Ooh. characters, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, shoot. Come on. I'm a big Cameron Crowe fan, too. I should Remember when uh, Spicoli's like, hey, Hamilton. <laughs> That's right. Come That's on. Right. I actually get that all the time. Do I, you? I, yeah. yeah. Hey, Hamilton. Yeah. I should have got that. Yeah. My bad. We had a uh, we got in a discussion this morning about uh, a real brief one on the you know radio show I work on. Something came up about the uh, the movie The Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah, you I know love that. that movie. Yeah, okay, yeah. I love that movie too. Yeah, the, this guy was um, he was on a plane and, the, and a stewardess uh, uh, flight attendant mm-hmm. asked him to uh, put if he had a different shirt to put on because his shirt said my name is Indigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. She didn't know the quote and thought it was threatening. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So then we got to talk about uh, that movie briefly on the morning show this morning. Yeah. I love that movie, uh, and not everyone does, but you do too, right? Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Oh, it's great. How do you not love that movie? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's entertaining. It's fun for the whole family. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's funny. You get to see Andre the Giant it's, act. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Yes. He was great. Do you have any movies great. that you go back to that you love from like uh Yeah, I love that. That's actually one that was big in our family. For whatever reason, uh Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure was like Oh my man, god. Man, it was like on loop at my house when I was a young kid. There's it was just I love it. Still I'm on the phone sometimes with my sister and I'll Dottie? <laughs> I'm what? sorry, I I'm, I'm breaking up. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> Must be a bad connection. <laughs> oh. I got that that is in my top five. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. I was at the Alamo one time <laughs> and all I could do was go I just wanted to find the basement. Yeah, of course. Like it was just ingrained in my psyche yeah. that there's a basement at yeah. the Alamo. And I wanted to see it. And then Jan Hooks was there. There's no basement in the Alamo. Yeah. But you know what's funny is like the security guards at the Alamo get asked that constantly. Oh, I'm sure. they. Pro- yeah. I'm surprised they don't have buttons that say yeah. don't ask. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, yeah, I love that. Is there something you'd like to share with us, Amazing Larry? <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Amazing Larry. I forgot all about him. <laughs> Shh. I'm listening to reason. <laughs> Francis. Francis. <laughs> uh, large Marge. Yeah, really? tell him Large Marge sent you. <laughs> tell him Large Marge. <laughs> oh, man. I will forever be grateful to my father for taking me to that movie in the theater. Oh, wow. And I remember I had no idea who Pee Wee Herman was at that point. Because yeah. I wasn't, I mean, you know, since then, obviously, yeah. it's been so long. Right. I've seen what he was doing before that yeah yeah you know like the original like the original peewee show and like the uh um you know in the cheech and chong movies yeah, yeah. and in that type of and appearing on letterman but i never yeah. i wasn't staying up and watching letterman when i was right. 10 right you know right. so uh i remember my dad saying to me like um, we're gonna go see this movie and it's this guy peewee herman and you're gonna really like him and he was dead on that's I great love that movie 
It's so interesting. Like as a kid, you don't know that like adults would like this guy, right? Like he's interesting, and yeah, he was doing late night and stuff. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. No, now I have the, uh, I have the uh, the whole uh, like the Saturday morning show on oh. DVD. Do you really? Yeah. My my girls are four and six. They love watching it. Oh, it's man, just it's fantastic. Great. Yeah. I'm turning them into little nerds. I'm very proud. I recently this blew my mind when I found out that. Uh, What's it, Cowboy, what's his name? Curtis. Cowboy Curtis. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Like, my mind exploded. I know. It's like, Lawrence Fishburne? <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. No, it doesn't make sense. Any other movies? I'm a huge Ferris Bueller's Day Off fan. I think I just love that mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah. When I was a little bit later, I just wanted to. I, I think I still want to be Ferris Bueller. Like, my whole life, I've just kind of like, how do you become Ferris Bueller? <laughs> I don't know why. I just want to be that guy. He looks like he has a fun life. Everybody loves him. Everybody loved him. He was yeah. really cool. Yeah. He, took, he took risks. He did what he wanted. Got away with it. Got away with it. Got away with anything and yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't want to be Ferris Bueller my whole life? I remember... Instead, uh, we're all Camerons. Yes. I remember my cousin <laughs> telling me that because I was like the old one and responsible, but I wanted to be cool like Ferris, but I never was. Right. And my cousin was always like... You're a lot more like Cameron than Ferris Bueller. And <laughs> oh, it no. just kind of crushed oh, no. me. It just was like, ah, yeah, you're right. Because it was such, I was like, I know I am, but I want to be Ferris Bueller. <laughs> but I'm Cameron, but I want to be Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> so did Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so did Cameron, yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least he didn't say Sloan. Was that the girlfriend's <laughs> Sloan? name? Sloan. Yeah. Oh, I was in love with Sloan. Yeah, Gosh. Yeah, no kidding. Oh. What, man, what cartoons did I really love? I remember getting up early. I remember liking Gummy Bears because <laughs> it was like, do you remember Gummy Bears? Of course. Yeah. And Bouncing here and there and everywhere. everywhere. High adventure that's beyond compare. We are the Gummy, gummy Bears. bears? Yeah. yeah for, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've seen it. Yeah. Uh, gummy Berry Juice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> what else did I love? Muppet. Do you remember Muppet Babies? Yes. <laughs> I liked Muppet Babies. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I did too. Yeah. I, I, in a, as a, being a big Star Wars uh, a fan, they always cut in with little clips of Star Wars movies, and there was tons of like. Uh, oh, that's right. Luke and like Leia references. That's in that right. Show. I yeah. forgot about that. Uh-huh. You're right. That's weird. Yeah. Wow. Which is weird now that like Disney owns both of those. Yeah, that's true. You know, 20 some years later, now yeah. Disney owns the Muppets yeah. and Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of um, crazy. I got to do a show with the Muppets. Oh, really? It was so cool. Just this last summer for Canadian TV. It was a bunch of comedians, three or four comedians, and uh, the Muppets hosted this big gala show. It was part of the Montreal Comedy Festival. Okay. And uh, Kermit introduced me. It was R- like, you know, who doesn't love the Muppets? I love the Muppets. Yeah. So much fun. They're real secretive. They, they wouldn't let... I wanted to get pictures, you know, but they wouldn't let us get pictures. Really? Yeah, they they don't they don't want people seeing the Muppets when they're not alive, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It could hurt a kid. Yeah, so. yeah. It's, it could be. <laughs> or maybe you at your age. Yeah, even then, it's like maybe you're right. Maybe Ryan, I don't you don't understand. This. We're protecting you. Yeah, maybe I don't want to see this. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. So that just aired actually a couple weeks ago for the first time. I haven't even seen it yet. I don't know what it looks like. Where is that airing? Uh, it airs on in Canada. Oh, it's just in Canada. No, oh. on CBC, I guess. Yeah. I don't have I don't that know. channel. We're so ridiculous. What's that? <laughs> I don't have that channel. I know. <laughs> but uh, so, where do you want to end up, Ryan? Uh, you happy where you it. are now? As you uh, movie star, TV star? I, I read something. You at one point wanted to be a talk show host. I do. I've. I mean, I think every comedian. 
it's it's like in your head as a kid you're watching it you know that's it i want to be that guy Mm -hmm. i want to be on tv every night in people's living rooms and interviewing all these people and being funny yeah who doesn't want that but i you know you explore your career and all these things happen and i've really enjoyed acting lately and i'm i'm just studying it more and more and haven't done anything big but i'm going on auditions here and there Mm -hmm. and i love it you know and not even comedic stuff sometimes but i really love it really yeah i love it and um so i want to do more of that i'll never i never want to stop doing stand-up that's good um, yeah i love that i don't know you know um right now i'm just trying to pitch some of my own project ideas and uh put some working on some a few little short things for the internet and uh just trying to work and create more material i want to do uh you know a special eventually i haven't ever put out like my own one hour special yet so okay i still want to do that and uh, is there a ryan hamilton cd that people can pick up no i don't even have that what so the hell man i know it's just been i know people think it's ridiculous i'm i i think this is an unhealthy part of me but i'm a real perfectionist and i just want it to be perfect and i i've never been in a hurry to put one out mm-hmm and now maybe I'm behind and I should put one out sooner, but I did produce some DVD. Like there's uh, maybe a thousand copies of this DVD floating around that I produced myself and I just didn't like it. And as soon as I paid for it by selling it, you know, I just, I quit selling it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. So uh, that was years ago. So there's there's something out there. You said, so uh, tell, uh, share with the... Uh your website right now or the new one should we just not is it going to be a new url and everything uh, let's say a new new url let's do the new one that'll motivate me to get this thing finished uh ryanhamiltonlive.com is my new url okay you 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 google it'll it should come up but ryanhamilton.tv is my current one it'll direct to ryanhamiltonlive.com which yeah i was at that i don't know how recently that one's been updated no it's been a little while (laughs) yeah yeah, that's right. that's good. Yeah, that's good. Ryan Hamilton live. The tour dates are updated, but yes, yep, the rest of it yep. is. Yeah, I saw Acme listed on there. Yeah. All right, and then you tweet a little bit. Want yeah. people to follow you on Twitter? Uh, Ryan Hamilton. I can't get my name for anything. If you've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ryan Hamilton with an E on the end. Ryan Hamilton is my Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I try and tweet. I'm at, I'm uh, at St. Paul Rock City. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. S-T-P-A-U-L, Rock City. Yeah. There you go. Um, Facebook, do you do that? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I have a page for comedy. It's, uh, there's a link on my website that, updated or not, there's a link there. <laughs> and uh, and then, of course, uh, you're single, so you're looking for a date here in Minneapolis. Sure, yeah, I'm single. Um, I'm never opposed to uh, <laughs> meeting somebody nice. You know, I, I've kind of learned, like, if I don't, I travel all the time, so... What, am I just never going to date ever? I think it's okay to go on a date on the road. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, you meet somebody nice, you can stay in touch. Yeah, right. If you want. Stay in touch. If yeah. both want. Yeah, maybe right. nobody wants. Right. That's fine, too. Yeah, yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them Large Marge sent you, <laughs> when in doubt. Well, let's talk about your big butt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Buxton, would you like some gum? <laughs> Spearmint or tutti frutti? <laughs> Fruit, please. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's go. We'll go watch Pee Wee's A Big Adventure. Yeah, yeah. All right, Ryan, thank you. Thank you, man. This was fun. Appreciate it. It was a good time. Thanks. <laughs>